passion and pageantry of college football lives here. This is the Paul Feinbaum Show, Hour 3 Podcast. This might be college football, heaven. We're back. Uh, the second half of the program is live. Uh, we have a couple more guests to come. It's been a busy one already, and uh, we continue with more of your phone calls. Richard is in North Carolina. Hello, Richard. How you do, Paul? I just wanted to call and uh, um, and, and discuss another coach in Alabama. You know, everybody's talking about, uh, of course, talking about uh, Saban. But I want to talk about one who is no longer a coach, but I think if anybody heard, uh, has been reading the, the paper, it's the dishonorable Tommy Tuberville. And I don't know if you saw if you saw what he what he had to say just recently. You, you know, it's interesting, uh, Richard. Uh, he said so many. He has said so many things that are uh, outside uh, the norm that it's sometimes difficult to d- differentiate. So, which one? Which one is it this time for? Well, he, for well, coach? he said. He, well, he said. He said today. Just talking. You know, we're talking about. You know, the uh, uh, the, the funds to uh, for Ukraine. Right. And he, of course, he's one of the ones who voted against it. And he was talking about that that Putin was at the top of his game. And uh, and then he also said, indicated that you know, really, it wasn't Russia that uh, caused uh, them to invade, but NATO and, and the U.S. had put them in a position where they forced their hand and they had to. And so yeah, I. Uh, uh, not exactly accurate. I um, what, what one reason I call too is I have a good I have a good I see he's coming up for re-election in, in the twenty sixth uh, election. You know, he, uh, I was suggesting since since Rick and Nick Saban doesn't is no longer uh, tied up in in Tuscaloosa, he might be the one person who can. You know that would uh, that would be an amazing uh, battle. Uh, can you imagine that uh, that primary battle between Saban and uh, they met a few times on the field? It really would, and I think he would be doing Alabama a real favor because I think I think Tuberville is just a disgrace. I mean, with with you know with the way he held up those uh, promotions, the military promotions, and, yeah. And the, yeah, there's military promotions, but I was going to say, you know, with this business that he was saying that uh, that that Putin is at the top of his game. I guess his game is partly uh, uh, killing people in in Ukraine and and. You know, and Richard, I'll tell you a story. Uh, if you, uh, I was in uh, Richard Shelby's office about about a year uh-huh. ago, a, a little bit more than about two years ago, I should say, and. He told me a story. Uh, Richard Shelby, for those of you who don't know, is, you know, yeah. a long, longer, longer. I mean, really, a very uh, legendary senator uh, from from Alabama. And he said yeah. uh-huh. somehow Putin came up, and he said, you know, I, I've met Putin a couple of times. Uh, and I said, well, Senator, what was it like? He said, when you get close to him and you look into his eyes, it's like seeing the devil at the gates of hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think George Bush changed his eyes in my mind about when he could see his soul when he lived. Yeah, no, but yeah, Bush did have a couple of uh, good lines about that. But uh, and, so, and so has pretty much every other president but one. 
Yeah, but but really, I, I uh, and uh, it's like I say, it's when I saw Trump said the same thing. Well, you know about well, well talking about NATO, and then he was you know he was just saying well if 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 the allies didn't didn't pay up that that he right. was all for Putin doing whatever he could to. Yeah, I heard that, but. But but re- but really, I, I I really think that that would really be a very interesting. Yeah, I, I I once uh, asked Coach Saban about politics, and uh, he said that he wanted nothing to do with it. Now, uh-huh. uh, I'm sorry. I, I think that you know the, the, the race would be. It's only two years away. You're right. It's not that long ago. I don't know if t- uh, yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. just observational. And thank you for the call, Ray. I don't know. I mean, I realize it's hard to walk away from power, uh, but in my experience being around Tuberville. Uh, I don't think he really likes the job that much. So uh, I'm not sure he's going to. I think I think everything depends on what's about to happen. I mean, this if uh, the president, if if if, uh, if Donald Trump is reelected, then there's no way he would walk away because they are very close friends. But if Congress changes and uh, it, it, and by the way, it's more likely than not, according to the experts, that the Republicans uh, could take over the, the Senate. So. That would maybe encourage him to stay. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a talk show host, not a political analyst. Dwayne is in Louisiana. Hello, Dwayne. Yeah, you're talking politics. You're talking politics now, huh, Paul. What do you say? Are you? Are you? Uh, do you follow politics, Dwayne? Yep, sure do. I sure do. Well, you're in Louisiana. How can you not? A lot of people going to jail too. <laughs> you, that's true. <laughs> A lot of people going to prison. Hey, take this out. But hey, Paul Pompon, happy Valentine, boo. I want to tell you that in the first place. You well, know what you. I'm saying? I had to tell you that. You know. You got uh, it. But I ain't gonna talk about. I ain't gonna talk about that cow no more because you know I want to get them Texas people all mad with me talking about we gonna fillet fillet me on that cow and steaks and and uh, what, what part what part of the cow you like of that bull they got whatever that is in Texas. Oh, I'm, you know, I'll eat a little meat. I'm not, I'm not like a, I'm not like a, you know, steak, you know, steak in the morning, steak for lunch and for breakfast, but I'll, I'll have a, I'll have meat occasionally. What about you? Yeah, we're going to eat that. So we're going we gonna to do that. We're going we gonna, to we gonna, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna gut them open. I know that, but I don't want to talk too much about that because the people, them, them, uh, them uh, animal people are going to get mad with you, Paul. Yeah, they'll probably, you know, they'll the probably call and complain. The PETA people are outside yeah. the door right now. <laughs> I know that, Paul. But hey, Mr. Paul, fine, fine. I like to talk about some real stuff. I like how Legend was talking yesterday. Legend was talking with his head on straight for a chance. I like that. He came out direct and say what he had to say, and I love it. Huh? Well, that's, yeah, you're right. Uh, and by the way, uh, Dwayne, uh, you, we always, we've, we've only heard a little bit about Mrs. Dwayne. What, what do you have for her on Valentine's Day? Me. Oh, okay. Well, then, there, there, obviously, with the idea of you coming home to her, I can't imagine she, she would want anything else. Hey, I just put four hundred twenty dollars in her hand. Does not. What's that? I do put four hundred dollars, four hundred twenty dollars in a hand. Four hundred twenty dollars. Yep, that's what I put in my hand. What kind of? I mean, what? What? I've never heard of like you. You come home on Valentine's Day, so here, here's some cash. I mean, yep, that's what kind of that's transaction that. is that? Cash, hey, cash, cash, hey, cash, make the world go round, man. People, hey, that cash, but they put a smile on your face, but that cash money, you know that. 
Huh? You know that. Yeah, no, Black Cash is king. Shit, Cash is king. Yeah. <laughs> Dwayne, just, Dwayne just can't go through a call without dropping uh, a word that he, he throws around on the, on the, on the, on the, on the rig. Yeah. Too much rig. You, can't, you can take him off the rig. You can't take the rig out of him. Uh, expired is what happened to, to him, and now we have expired from Texas on the, on the horn. Hey, Paul, how's it going? Very well, thank clarify. you. I want to clarify for Dwayne, uh, that, that cow or whatever the hell it is in Austin is a steer. It's a steer. And if you don't know what a steer is, uh, read it. Okay? Yeah. It's a steer. It, it can't reproduce. Okay? So want to get that clear. Uh, next thing, Paul, I was really thinking about this Valentine's stuff, and it really got me thinking. And, and uh, you know, I'm not a big Valentine's guy, but, you know, I'm a, I want to make sure my wife's treated right and stuff. But right. the big question to me, Paul, yeah, the big question to me, Paul, is, is what do you think Jim and I man's doing tonight for Valentine's together? Well... Uh, first of all, uh, I try to stay out of. Do you want to know what I think? I, st- I try to stay out of bromances. I'm not. I, I don't have the expertise that I that I should. Yeah, I think they're probably. Uh, I think they went to Jim's house, or they're going to Jim's house. I man's coming over, and uh, they're now, going now to expired. Her, so, uh, let me warn you: anything you say, uh, you're you're likely or liable to get a, a to get an outrageous Jim response. Oh, so he can say pathetic 40 times and keep saying pathetic, and everybody, I mean, page 54, say pathetic again, please. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah, everybody's I pathetic. But what I'm trying to say is I really think they're going to have a romantic dinner tonight. Yeah. Jim's uh, going to make some of his famous coon and rice. Do you think uh, 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 expired? Uh, do you think candlelight? Candlelight. Jim's uh, gonna be in his whitey. Maybe night. maybe you think a uh, concerto from uh, from maybe Bach in the background or something. There's no doubt. I man's gonna be in his board shorts. Uh, he's gonna take his flip flops off at the door. Uh, I think uh, Jim's gonna put a hair net on him so he don't get no hair on the food. Uh, and I think Jim's gonna talk to him a little bit about Nick Saban, and I man's gonna storm out pissed off. Yeah, and that's yeah. how it's gonna end. That, that violin music is about to come to an end. <laughs> hey, Paul, Paul, whatever you do, uh, make sure you treat your wife right tonight like you always do, and and, and, uh, and it'll be a good night for you. Probably better than Dwayne. Give her 450 bucks. Tell me how to get Dwayne. Well, my wife knows where I store. I, I, I keep the cash, so I don't I don't need to I don't need to I don't need to offer it to her. She she'll just go get it. <laughs> maybe Jim, maybe Jim and I, man, could smoke a little doobie together, and Jim would be in a little better mood tomorrow. You know, I, uh, by the way, I don't advocate uh, marijuana for anyone, unless that's your, your deal. But a couple of tokes uh, for Jim might loosen that dude up a little bit. He, he's, he's way too uptight. We'll be right back. More to come on Valentine's Day. Is your schedule too packed to see a doctor about your erectile dysfunction? Well, with Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. They're changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and entirely online. 
Just answer a series of questions and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you free. No insurance needed. So what are you waiting for? Join the hundreds of thousands of trusted Hims subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at hims.com/paul. That's h i m s.com/paul for your personalized ED treatment options. hims.com/paul. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies on product and subscription plan. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show Podcast. We're back, and uh, let us continue right now with Johnny B. Hey, 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 Paul. Happy Valentine's Day. Johnny. I'm trying to figure out how Dwayne wound up on $420. You know, 420 is the symbol for, you know, universal symbol for when to light up your weed and everything. But Right. Uh, I mean, why not four? Why not five? But he had a call the other day that kind of interested me. You know, he was cutting his toenails, and as you age, that gets to be a difficult thing. So I was, you know, a lot of the people on here are older like me and him, and I was just wondering if we'd like to form a regional toenail cutting club. Like Miss Pat has her mermaids, and we could just sit around and drink, cut each other's toenails. And, and listen to Fine Bob. Uh, by the way, has there ever been uh, a toenail cutting contest? No, and I don't think there's been a club. I think that would be, you know, like a breakthrough for the show and everything. You know, if it's men, we can get some of them things that do ear hairs, nose hairs, you know, look good for the women on Valentine's Day. You know, we don't want to be tearing the sheets up and, and then grossing them out, but that just kind of hit me. I thought poor Dwayne having to cut his own toenails and here i am looks like uh you know i need a side grinder half the time you just never know when a, when a great idea is going to hit you well that is uh that is fantastic johnny b you johnny you, johnny you be good okay brad is up next in georgia hello brad mr paul what's going on brother we're doing great thank you hey before i get to my football question can i give the young guys some advice about valentine's day Please. All right. If y'all are running out, buying candy, buying flowers, overpaying for dinner, y'all are a bunch of suckers. Because I'm telling you, all they want is your girlfriend or your wife, cook them a very fine meal. Really? Buy them a very what, what about, nice what about, what about, bottle uh, of wine. What about, your, what about your wife and girlfriend? Ooh, that's a problem. That's when it gets expensive, right? Why am I looking at you? Yeah, that. That's when that's that's when you better be good at juggling. But I've never. Yeah, had there, that there's problem. a famous story, and I will not tell it, but some of my friends know it, um, about a guy who 
made a very expensive purchase for his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> accidentally sent it to his wife. Oh, yeah. What, a, what an idiot. Did you not? I mean, they, they, del yeah. they deliver, you know, car dealerships have a big, this is a big day for car dealerships. You, the car rolls up, big bow on it. Oh, yeah. That happened. And oh, uh, yeah. the car got bashed. <laughs> the wife <laughs> took a baseball bat. It sounded like a Carrie Underwood song. Uh, That's to, awesome. to the To the front headlights and the windshield well, and everything Paul, else. My, me and my wife just yeah. celebrated our 36th wedding anniversary. And you still here? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just taking notes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, 36. And I'm telling you something. Took the good dinner, other than touching her plate, do the dishes later, and then put on a little bear. Yeah, I mean, the, the I, I agree with you day. on the dishes, but here's a problem for me. If I cook the dinner, <laughs> I'd end up divorced. <laughs> I'll do anything else, but don't put me in charge of cooking. Okay. Well, hey, Paul, I got a real cool question about the football playoff, and okay. I know other callers are trying to get in, but I'm going to make it quick. We both know that any conference champion, say ACC, their champion might be as good as the number three SEC team. So what I'm saying is I know the, the four conference uh, champions will get the bye, but in your opinion, do you think the four best teams – to get the buy and let it fall like that. I do. Uh, I mean, I, I really do. I, I can't. I don't matter. like this. The, once again, I mean, I realize it's better than it was, but we're still playing. Yeah. Uh, we're still playing little league baseball here. By you yep. know, one one from here, one from here, one from here. Well, hey, Doc. Thanks for taking my. I, mean, I, mean, I, I do not want to see Liberty in the fourteen call. in the twelve team playoff. Okay, they don't belong. Yes, sir. I agree. I mean, for all the great things that Liberty does and Coastal and all these other smaller schools, they they are fantastic, but they're they're not they're not going to they're not going to place well in the playoffs. Thanks for the call. Maybe they will. I don't know. I don't think they will. Grub is in Tennessee. Hello, Grub. Hey, Paul. <clears throat> Thanks for taking my call. Thank you. Um. I got a suggestion for you. I know you probably don't need it from just a simple guy from East Tennessee. Oh, I bet I do. From Alabama. But these callers that call in all the time talking about politics and toenails and whatever else you want to talk about, some of the best calls I've heard from some of your premium callers, I guess, that you guys seem to want to get on right at the end of the show, I'd like to hear them guys talk about their own teams and what they think their offense is going to do or their defense is going to do. I don't know if any of these Auburn guys that call in all the time, RJ and some of that bunch, I don't know if they really know what's going on with the real football teams and and the schools and talk. And some of the best call I ever heard from Jim was when he was talking football and not talking about other callers. No, you're right. He you know? uh, he, he occasionally talks ball. But, no, I'm in uh, – A.J., you're right. The Auburn guys just want to beat up on the Alabama guys. But – Another thing I was curious about, if Saban really wants to help everybody's feelings and stuff at Alabama, it seems to me like it would be a good thing to have him on your show and talk to him about what the new coaches at Alabama are dealing with and, and show some support for them and, and, and talk up the team and talk up the people. I think that would go a long way at giving DeBoer a little bit of, 
you know, confidence and 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 yeah you know grub i I think i think coach saban uh will talk at some point uh i don't think uh, yeah i mean there's no i mean just signed a deal with espn uh he'll have plenty to say but i think right now uh there there is a little bit too much chaos going on in tuscaloosa for him to comment on every single thing that goes on Uh, thank you for the call we head to the break we have a special guest on deck you've seen him here before great player at ole miss in UCF, about to head to the NFL. John Rice Plumley will join us next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show Podcast. Our next guest has been here a couple of different times wearing different uniforms. We first met... John Rice Plumley, when he was the quarterback at Ole Miss, we talked to him again after a spectacular adventure at UCF when I believe he played baseball and, and football on the same day. And now he joins us now that he is getting ready for his next adventure. John, thank you very, very much. Um, congratulations on your career, and I know the next uh, journey is going to be exciting. How are you? I'm doing really good. Doing really good. Uh, I appreciate the the strong introduction there, but I'm um, always good to talk to you. Excited to talk to you today. Well, let's, uh, this is that time of the year when everybody is speculating. Uh, where are people going to go? Uh, will they go? And you're you're in that zone right now. You played in some All Star games. Uh, you've got a lot of great credentials coming in from two different schools. Uh, you gave an interview recently. Uh, a, a really a, a calling card to uh, NFL GMs and scouts saying, I'm one of the top 32 quarterbacks around. Uh, so tell, tell us what you're hearing and what you're, what you're dealing with. Yeah, uh, so right now uh, it's day by day uh, preparing, uh, you know, adequately for, for the future, um, you know, and so uh, hopeful to get an opportunity. Um, but, yeah, like you said, um, I think – uh, I think that I can do a lot of things. I think I can be uh, a weapon in, in many different ways. But um, I also think that uh, if you ask me, uh, I'm one of the best 32 quarterbacks in the world. And I think, yeah, uh, given the opportunity, I think that uh, I am and I will be. That's so interesting, John. And I compliment you for saying that because that is a way to get noticed. Uh, and and I, I love the NFL. And every morning uh, I watch all these experts on my channel and others saying this guy should go ahead of that guy and that guy should go ahead. And then you just think about Dak Prescott taking, taking what, in the fourth or fifth round. Uh, uh, I mean, we just got through watching the Super Bowl with a guy 
that was that barely got that was taken at all. And uh, Mitch Trubisky got cut the other day. He was taken four or five or six spots ahead of Patrick Mahomes, who's headed to goat goat uh, category now. So I mean, I know this is all you know all this. Uh, so when when you talk to NFL people at at the All Star Game recently, or when you'll see them at Pro Day. What, what do you say other than what you just got through telling me? Yeah, um, I think for me, uh, you know, everybody's going to have opinion. Everybody's going to uh, have a have a say uh, of where they think uh, you should go. Opinion about you. Um, but I think if you look back at the past uh, uh, with guys like Brock Purdy, um, with guys like Sean Clifford last year, um, that uh, – that didn't necessarily, uh, you know, get every chance in the world. But when given the opportunity, uh, they shine. I think for me, uh, opportunity uh, with opportunity comes uh, comes to the next level. And so um, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for an opportunity to show showcase my skills, um, and uh, hopefully that will impress and raise some eyebrows. You played for Gus Malzahn. He knows a, a lot about great quarterbacks. So he coached one who went on to be the first pick in the draft and the MVP in the NFL. So how important is, is Coach Malzahn and others, for that matter, going to be in what happens for you next? Um, obviously, he's been a big piece of uh, my college career, uh, spending two years at UCF. Uh, he was unbelievable, unbelievable mentor, unbelievable coach. Um, and I think he knows the blueprint, right? He knows what it's supposed to look like, um, what you uh, need to check off to be able to play at the next level. Um, he coached, obviously, Cam Newton, uh, in my opinion, one of the, the, the best athletes um, uh, of all time uh, at the quarterback position. And then Jarrett Stenham is, is still in the league as well, um, doing great things. And so I think uh, he knows the blueprint. He knows what it's supposed to look like. And so uh, I, I kind of lean on him um, for, for some of that advice that, that he is uh, willing to give. John, when, when you made the statement about being one of the best quarterbacks, uh, I like that because if, if there's a position where you need confidence, it's quarterback. Um, what do you think separates you? And I'm not, I'm not asking you to, to take shots, but why are you so high on yourself? Um. I think, again, like you said, I've never been one to be lacking in the confidence category. Um, but looking at this draft class, there's obviously a bunch of great quarterbacks, uh, a bunch of big names that are going to do great things in the NFL, I'm sure. Um, but I think a piece that really separates me from this draft class is my ability to create when everything goes wrong. Um, I, I had something written in my notebook at the beginning of spring football uh, this past year, um, and it was a note to myself that when everything is wrong, you are good enough to make it right. Um, and it's something that I believe. I think uh, everything can be wrong. Uh, everything can be going wrong in a game, in a play, uh, in a protection. And I think that I am good enough to make it right. And I think that's one of the pieces that kind of separates me uh, from everybody else. John, sp speaking of belief, we've had conversations with you about your faith and how that has shaped uh, your entire life. Um, how much of that, if at all, uh, because it's always hard to separate. I mean, that's who you are, but, but how much of that seeps into your mindset uh, as an elite athlete? Yeah, for me, uh, it's something that obviously we've, we've had the conversation about it before. Um, 
a lot of times when we spend a lot of times pursuing something for myself, it's, it's being a quarterback or, or a baseball player. Um, for others, it might be uh, being a banker or might be a, a lawyer. A lot of times we get to seeing ourselves as John Rice, the quarterback, uh, because we spend so much of our time uh, pursuing it so hard. Um, and I think Brock Purdy actually, in a lot of his interviews has, has uh, stated this and it's something that I believe as well. Um, if you put your identity in something so fluid, uh, and, and, and that has so many ups and downs as football, man, you're going to be living a hectic life. It's going to be, it's going to be rough. But, um, when you put your identity in something, uh, that's a firm foundation, like being a follower of Jesus Christ, um, for me, it's, it's, it keeps me steady, right? You don't have to go on these high highs and these low lows when everything around you seems to be either going great or falling apart. Um, I think, that when you put your, your faith or, and your identity in something that's bigger uh, than the world around you, um, I think it, it keeps you in a good spot. I, was so, I mean, there's so many things you, you've talked about in your past uh, that, are, that are so extraordinary. Your musical uh, talent, uh, obviously going playing baseball and football. But the faith part, to me, is, is so important. And, and I know because, you know, listen, we're, we're going through a lot. Uh, as a country, we're, we're watching... Uh, on screens right now about a tragedy in, in Kansas City, but when you meet young people, and I know you do that a lot, uh, and you're talking about football and baseball and, and the things that matter, how, how, how easy or difficult is it for you to broaden that to what really is at the center of your core? Uh, for me, uh, I just remember being uh, at a young age, being a kid that always wanted to uh, to go talk to athletes, whether it was our, our uh, local high school quarterback, Kurt McCarty. I still remember him. He was a he was a beast to me. He was one of my heroes. Uh, or if it was down the road at Southern Miss, the, the, the college football players and baseball players there. Um, watching Ole Miss and Mississippi State on TV. I always wanted to go and, and speak to athletes because that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be just like them. Um, and so I think back to when I was that age, uh, and I think where I am now, the roles are kind of reversed, right? Um, and so when I look down and I see, uh, hey, a, a bunch of uh, a little baseball players coming up to me after a baseball game or, or a couple of quarterbacks coming out of high school wanting to talk, um, I think back to when I was that age and – how much I would appreciate a conversation of, of maybe some wisdom or maybe uh, some tips and pointers. But for me, I also take it as an opportunity um, to, to, to share something other than football or other than sports. Um, uh, I've done this since uh, my old Miss freshman year. Side have my favorite Bible verse. And uh, right now it's Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding and in all your ways acknowledge him and he will guide your path. And I have that on the bracelet. And then on the inside, it has my name, John Rice Plumley, uh, number 10, which is, is the number that I wore. And, uh, so uh, kids, especially when I was that age, love to have a wristband on or a, or a bracelet. And a lot of times I would um, wear that around. And so uh, for them, I just wanted to give them something that they could have and hold on to from John Rice um, that maybe they look at. And they see one day and they see Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, and it makes them, makes them think about it for a second. That, that is so great. Um, and, and I know so many young people, uh, listen, they, they need someone to look up to. Every, every person watching this right now or listening uh, was, was at that age, whether they, they could do what you did on the field, uh, baseball or football, or, or just try and, and watch somebody else. Uh, they're, they're, they're influenced by that. And you're really an inspiration. I don't, I don't know what's ahead. I, I hope... Uh, 
I hope some of these scouts are wrong. And uh, but but you've proven you've proven people wrong before, haven't you? Yeah, uh, I think it's part of my story. Um, I've I've been I've been uh, looked down upon before. I've been doubted before. I've been. Uh, it's been a part of my story ever since I've been coming out of high school. And so I'm excited uh, for, for the opportunity that uh, is in the future um, and, to, and to prove those uh, right that are in my corner uh, and to maybe prove a couple of people wrong as well. Well, regardless, uh, the impact you've already had uh, because of what you just got through sharing with us, uh, I think will carry with you a very long time. John, thanks. Thanks so much. It's really great to see you. And I'm uh, really excited about your next chapter. And I know everybody else is as well. Yes, sir. Always good to talk to you. Thanks for having me on. Thank you very much. John Rice Plumley uh, joining us, uh, as he has often done, uh, done and uh, always, always uh, impacting people uh, through his message. We will take a short break. We are back right after this. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. And we are back on uh, this Wednesday. Carol is in Houston. Hello, Carol. How are you? Good, after- good afternoon, Paul. How are you? We're doing great. Thank you. Happy. Good. Well, happy Valentine's well, Day. Thank you. I, uh, wanted, I wanted to comment about Johnny B's call and make a connection between Valentine's Day and, and some of your callers. Okay. First of all, we ladies do love it when our husbands just cook us a delicious home-cooked you know, uh, stub, uh, get one of those delivery services, but, okay. um, and, and, we, and we don't have to wash the dishes, and we have a nice bottle of wine, and he lets us pick the movie. That's kind of the perfect that is, Valentine's By the day. way, that, uh, that is every day at my house. <laughs> well, then you're a good husband because that is a true act of love. Yeah. But uh, I have something on my mind. This is not only Valentine's Day. Uh, for those of us of certain faiths, this is Ash Wednesday, sure which is. Is the beginning of the period of time known as Lent, and we uh, reflect inward and think about trying to live the love that Christ called us to live. And I get so frustrated listening to television and radio because there's so much hatred out there in our country right now, not just divisiveness but flat-out hatred. And I've got to tell you, there are a few of your callers that I just literally turn to another channel until they're off because they spout so much garbage. And, you know, if all these people that called in on your show truly love football as much as you and I do, we don't have enough time to waste hating. Uh, you know, I, I want to talk about and think about and do the things that make me happy and one of those big things in my life is college football. So thank you for being on the air. You are more than tolerant. You're more than kind. And some of these guys just need to shut up, and they need to start thinking about what it really means to live a life of love. 
Didn't mean to get on Mr. Wow, uh, that is Paul, a great call. Carol, thank you so much. Really you're do so appreciate welcome, it. Paul. Wow. Carol, touching my heart. Bring in the love. Bring in love on the love day. Todd is up next. Hey, Paul. Thanks for taking my call, buddy. Hey, uh, I want my prayers to go out to the deputies that lost their life over in Tennessee. And also, I want to say a special prayer for Gunny over there in Georgia. And let me tell you something, Paul. I believe in this world you have a right to not bother people. I, if you uh, bother a cop or if you assault him, I think he ought to pull his gun and shoot you. I really believe that. I, he's there to protect and serve the public. That's what his job is. Now, now, now let Todd, let me just get a little clar- clar- clarification here. Um, when, you, when you say bother uh, a policeman, what do you mean by that? Assault him. Just oh, like assault. We've okay. Oh, I, I, I got you. Folks kicking okay. them cops and okay. stuff. I just want to make sure. I was, I was just concerned that maybe if you tap a an officer uh, and, and say, I'm, I'm lost, could you help me? Get, that's, I just wanted to make sure that wasn't a, a reason no, to shoot no, somebody I to kill. I okay. mean, do bod- try to do bodily harm. I, right. I feel he has the right to pull his gun and shoot you. Okay. All right, let me say this. Jay called in, and he's, all right, what he might not tell at all, because last week Chuck Schumer said that if uh, the Republicans didn't agree to let Ukraine have all this money, that Chuck Schumer said that he's going to send our kids over to Ukraine to fight the war. Now, I don't give a damn about Jay's Democrat, Republican, or whatever. I'm a Christian conservative, and I, I, I care about this country. This is, this is not the United States anymore, Paul, what they'd have made it. But I don't want to be fighting that war. And then, well, first of all, first of all Todd, down. let me give you a little bit of a, of a civics explanation. Chuck Schumer uh, doesn't really have that 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 right he, he's the majority that's leader in the senate right. he just said that uh, he, has, I don't know he has no say so uh, i mean he can that. he can uh, offer a legislation which will still have to go through both houses of the uh, but all senate, we're trying to do Congress, is block the border all right also the democrats have made it a point paul up there in the daycare centers in chicago yeah. they're putting the illegal immigrants in them daycare centers hey hey hey, hey todd listen first of all i don't know what's going on in, in the city of chicago but I'm not really sure how that, that is germane to this conversation. All right, but the last thing I want to say, Paul, let me say this. I love my country. I love my family. I love God. God has never been better than he has to me. I'm not stupid, but I am crazy about the things that I love. And like I was talking about J.K. wants some of me. J.K. don't want I'm 61 years old, Paul, and he don't want no part of me because if he ever does, we're going to do this where somebody can't break it up. Thank you, Paul. Have a good day. Thank you, Todd. Listen, I, I'm I'm just a country talk show host, but I, I do feel like we need to set the record straight on the three branches of government. I mean, I, I mean, anybody serving. Oh, and I, I forgot somebody didn't know which ones was which. Uh, Will is up next in North Carolina. Hello, Will. Paul, can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes. Well, I just been trying for five years to get a reaction out of Jim, and it happened yesterday. And uh, I will, uh, I will admit, he does, uh, he does have a, a point on me. Because sometimes I am leaving work, and you know, I live in the mountains of North Carolina. Shout out, brother! Thank you. But uh, I was watching Gunsmoke yesterday, and uh, how's Miss Kitty doing? Uh, she's still, uh, still 
She's she, she, she still sneaking Marshall up uh, the, the the sideway, the side, not the sideway, but the side the the, the side exit entrance. Uh, what is, what is, is, is Kitty above the bar? Okay. Up docks, uh, up docks little door alley or whatever you call yeah. it. But the point is, uh, during the advertisements, they uh, they advertise this phone for seniors. is a clear captions phone that uh, spells out the uh, communication. And uh, I would love if you could give me Jim's address. And as a Valentine's hey, hey, Will, I don't know Jim's name. I don't know where he lives. I don't uh, don't have his number. So I I, really, I wish I could help you, but. Uh, if Jim calls in off the air, we will hook you guys up on Valentine's Day. We'll take a short break. One more hour to go. Thank you for listening to the best of the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Watch the Paul Feinbaum Show weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on the SEC Network. Plus, you can listen and watch on the ESPN app. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.